0: Hello, Stephen.
1: Hello, Erica.
0: We have watched episode one of The Crotons. Yep. Oh, yeah, and happy birthday. (laughs)
1: It's my birthday, so we get to watch The Crotons. Those are the rules.
0: (laughs) Is is, is that the rules?
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, like, for instance, on your birthday, we'll watch whatever episodes we have next on Lazy Doctor Who then.
0: I just wanted to make sure that like we weren't going to watch the Crotons again next year on your birthday. Like that was not a birthday rule.
1: No, I wonder what will be on my birthday next year. Um, who who can tell on this crazy journey that we're on in Lazy Doctor Who?
0: Yeah, we should t- we should take a uh, take bets. No, we shouldn't. No, bets. That's that's not that. lazy. I can't
1: even like I can't even count how many. Well, this is episode one hundred and fifty three or four. And I don't know how many episodes of Doctor Who, this has been now like 220 or something like that. So I don't know the math is there, but if you look at, no, I'm not going to do that. It's my birthday. No math.
0: No math. No,
1: no adding or anything like that. It is also Super Bowl Sunday. And so this is our um, counter-programming marathon of at least the Crotons. We're going to get through at least the Crotons today, maybe more if we feel like it, Mm -hmm. but the only promise is four episodes of the Crotons and we've watched episode 1 as you say.
0: Yep. And that doesn't necessarily mean four episodes of lazy doctor who. We don't know how many episodes it will be.
1: No, but we often always stop after one um, episode of the first story and sort of take stock cuz it's it's new. It's the start of a story and you like beginnings.
0: I do. I like beginnings.
1: Yeah, what would you think of this beginning?
0: Um I re- I like the crotons, but this is uh I can see why people don't by based on this this beginning. Like there's there's some fun stuff the mystery the Mm -hmm. the wasteland that used to be poisonous that isn't anymore the society that's been in you know kind of perpetual slavery for a thousand years but the sort of the way that some of the scenes run is not terribly gripping particularly when the doctor and jamie and zoe come into the learning hall in the first place it just it does not feel natural at all. There's these, you know, the guards that, that stop them. And then they're able to just, Zoe's able to say, Hey, doctor, look. And then they just pause. Everything stops. Right. Well, we cut over to Vanna and um, what's the guy? Celris. Celris.
1: AKA Kalmini uh, as uh, Chief O'Brien.
0: Yes. But what's his son? Oh, Thara. Thara, yeah. So Thara wanting to to save her from from going in there, and like so so everything at the doorway stops while we watch that happen, and then we cut back to there, and then Jamie has a really interminable fist fight thing mm-hmm. with the guy, and then and then we cut back like it's just back and forth, and it just it doesn't flow. It does not feel like it's. The way anything would actually happen, the doctor then is able to just wander forward and start talking, and and yeah, it doesn't uh, it doesn't feel the the smoothest or the tightest, but I appreciate the the ideas behind it.
1: Yeah, this is uh, the beginning of two careers by two future Doctor Who stalwarts, too. Robert Holmes, of course, is the writer of this. That's the yeah. big famous one. Um, he, he submitted a story idea. I can't remember if it was this story idea, or it was a different one, like three years prior to this. And then he was cleaning out his junk drawer, and said, oh, this story. Let's submit it again. This is a new production team. Um, it got him another meeting, basically, with the Doctor Who production team. They thought, you know what, Sure. Uh, Let's do this thing. Uh, It was called The Space Trap initially, and it was going to be later on in the season, but then a story fell through, and they didn't have anything else to really go to, so they said, guess what, kid? You are getting your break, Mm -hmm. and so this one got in there, and the director of which was David Maloney. This is his first one, and he goes on to direct the War Games uh the deadly assassin the talons of wang chiang planet of genesis of the daleks all these massive huge uh epics from later on and then of course becomes producer of uh, of blake seven for the first few seasons as well so yeah
0: wow well i guess everybody's got to start somewhere
1: yeah so it's funny that you mentioned the yeah that wasn't quite well written or well well directed in those aspects but as you say the doctor who sometimes is a learning experience
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, I really like the ideas. I feel like this would make a really good short story or a book or something. I mean, I haven't read the novelization, but mm-hmm. I feel like so far, at least the science fictional ideas are very, very solid. But
1: you had seen this before just out of just because or because of Verity homework or what? We we're trying to determine this.
0: It's not on the list for for having been done on Verity. It's possible that I watched it for some reason um, for Verity. Like if we were talking about zoe or something and i just decided to watch this story Mm -hmm. um but i feel like i've seen it a couple of times so i think maybe i just randomly watched this one so yeah this is this is definitely a story that i am um moderately familiar with
1: that's weird (laughs) that's
0: that's me yeah i guess i'm weird well
1: you are uh it's uh it, it was also the story chosen purely because it's four parts uh when the BBC did the five faces of doctor who in the fall of 81 to help introduce viewers to the fact that there are other doctors other than Tom Baker who had just left in that, in the spring of that year. And so it was an unearthly child. Um, I think it might've been spearhead from space, no three doctors. Uh, and then I can't remember what the Tom Baker one was and then, whatever, Cachevallo, I guess, would be the through And this one was chosen as the representative story for the Troughton era because no other four-part story <laughs> existed. So here you go. You get the crotons. Mm-hmm. So
0: so I suppose it's very special to uh, a good number of people in the UK because it's it was their perhaps their introduction to the second doctor it
1: was yeah that's quite fascinating when you think about it sometimes some every story is somebody's first story when it comes to doctor who you know
0: yeah and i mean this definitely so far has some good second doctor moments like yep. i love the the umbrella and then the umbrella getting uh, what does he call them vandals or something yep. after the umbrella is disintegrated and uh and yeah he's he's definitely getting on his high horse about like this needs to stop this is definitely <laughs> not not your early first doctor who just wants to to you know spectate this yeah. is the second doctor who wants to get in there and bring down the government
1: yeah mm-hmm. he he expresses more remorse for his umbrella getting destroyed than abu gond um getting mm-hmm. vaporized yep. <laughs> earlier in the episode
0: or vana becoming catatonic yeah. even really yeah
1: mm-hmm. oh, no, but my umbrella that's it sir the straw mm-hmm. has broken the camel's back
0: mm-hmm. yeah yep but yeah, I also like the, um, uh, just in terms of sort of storytelling and directing, it is neat that we, it's still the, the crotons are a mystery. Nobody's seen them for thousands of years. Yeah. All we have seen is this little monitor on a pole that kind of rolls around and, it has an x mm-hmm. on it and then it has the doctor's face and we don't know why and is that a croton we don't know they have very impressive deep voices so that's exciting yeah, so- oh go
1: leave the that's what they say
0: that is exactly what they say Bloody yep up. i
1: like the sound of the crotons <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: it's it's you know a big booming yeah. impressive sort of scary sounding voice that that's the kind of thing that i think would keep people in uh, in line maybe
1: <laughs> well it it spooks out the uh the guy smashing the machines mm-hmm. With the hammers, and boy, they smash the machines there. That's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Before all of a sudden, they
0: go, "Oh God, leave the learning hall!" And
1: they all like, "Oh, the god, the crotons are speaking."
0: Well, none of them have probably heard it before no. because it's only the the caretaker of the learning hall who who knows that there is a voice sometimes. And it doesn't look like he was supposed to even tell them that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's right. Poor caretaker. I felt bad for him because he was just doing his job and he was like trying to struggle free and everything i'm glad they didn't kill him because he's one of those sympathetic characters that i feel for
0: yep yeah and i mean that was good of, of what's his face to be like no no no, don't hurt him just mm. tie him up gag him yep. while we vandalize this room
1: smash the machines become the the luddites of this mm-hmm. ancient culture yeah. Also, uh, Philip Maddock makes his Doctor Who debut here as well, mm-hmm. who is in three stories. He's an awesome actor, mm-hmm. and he is, he's actually already in the uh, second Doctor Who and the Daleks movie. Oh. He was in that but he's in this and of course he plays famously Morbius later on and of course he's in the war games Mm -hmm. later on this season too
0: yeah that's the one I know him from yeah Mm -hmm.
1: well he's here as well uh and I want you to appreciate uh well it's gone now but the 35 millimeter film master which Mm -hmm. proved to be very useful when vid firing this episode it looks and sounds spectacular
0: it did look really good. I I guess I'll have to compare when we watch episode 2 to see if I notice a difference or not.
1: There might be, but yeah. Any uh anything else about uh, Croton's part 1? I know it's uh, it's worthy of a lot of discussion, so I don't want to curtail it here.
0: Uh Zoe has a new outfit on.
1: She does. Mm-hmm.
0: It's very plasticky looking.
1: Yeah, like PVC kind of based typical 1960. 1960- I think we're in the 1969 now actually. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very short skirt. Very
1: 60s mm-hmm.
0: yep it she, she's cute like it looks good on her mm-hmm. but it doesn't look very practical which to me is kind of anti-zoe
1: that's true mm-hmm. she gets less and less practical in her outfits as, as the time goes along mm-hmm. she she embraces the freedom of being impractical basically mm-hmm. in her journey in doctor who
0: mm, i don't buy that
1: no no i don't either mm-hmm. um is that it then is that it are we uh
0: yeah, I don't think so. I'm I'm ready for episode two.
1: Yay, episode two of the Crotons and possibly episode three if mm-hmm. if uh, we're compelled to do so.
0: Maybe we'll just watch all three of them in one fell swoop. Who knows?
1: We have the power to do whatever <laughs> we wish because mm-hmm. we also have the freedom of impracticality. <laughs> and it's also my birthday, so if I say we're watching all three, we're watching all three.
0: Yeah, maybe eat some cake too.
1: We have cake still. Mm-hmm. Really okay. good cake from our friend Annette who was on the show when we uh, mm-hmm. talked about the 10th planet, and she baked this chocolate, chocolate, chocolate cake with mm-hmm. a little chocolate TARDIS on it and a little chocolate Lego Man and chocolate Daleks and stuff. There's a lot of chocolate on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost had a diabetic episode <laughs> yesterday by having all that chocolate. Mm-hmm. But the TARDIS is gone because mm-hmm. I ate my half of the TARDIS, and so it's that's where the most... Chocolate and sugar is in, so I think I can I can survive more cake today without going into a similar coma.
0: Yeah, the Tardis had the most because it's bigger on the inside. That's why. <laughs> that joke was also made yesterday when we were eating eating the cake. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and it will never stop being made because nope. it's right and proper.
0: True. Okay.
1: All right, let's continue. Hope, you, hope you're hope you all watching along with the Crotons <laughs> instead of uh, watching the Super Bowl along with us uh, folks uh, at home, either on your DVD or on BritBox or wherever you have this, this thing. Uh, so, yeah, on with the Crotons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.